0: Welcome back to the show, everyone. My name is Lindsay, and I'm super excited to have you tuning into the NC Fit Insider podcast. Today, I am sitting down with NC Fit Redwood City member Sean Williams to chat all things training. You might recognize Sean from Instagram or from local competitions, and most recently, the NC Fit Throwdown. He is a pillar of our community and recently moved into the Masters division and is absolutely crushing it. In true NC Fit style, we recorded this episode just outside the Redwood City Gym, so you might hear some clanging and banging of barbells, but it just adds to the atmosphere. I'm super excited for you guys to hear this episode and hear how Sean sets his day up, his training up, and himself up for success every day. As always, if you or someone you know would be a great fit for the show, please be sure to email me at lindsey, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, at nc.fit. Enjoy the show. Alrighty guys, I'm sitting here with NC Fit athlete Sean from Redwood City.
1: Hey guys.
0: Um, I just wanted to kind of start off with a quick introduction. How long have you been with NC Fit? Where you, I know you work out at Redwood City now. Have you worked out at other locations? Kind of things like that.
1: Sure. Uh, me and my family moved out to the Bay Area um, a little under about two years ago. So I've been with NC Fit since the day uh, day I got here to, to California. <laughs> so. Uh, really, really love the the gym, the atmosphere, the community. Um, it's been uh, it's been a pleasure uh, getting to getting getting to train here. So, awesome. Yeah. Where'd you move from? Um, I've been in Tulsa, Oklahoma for the past six years or so. Before that, um, born and raised in Alaska originally. So. Oh wow. Yeah, you know, I was after college went was with uh, got a, in the oil and gas industry. So I, I moved all over the country. Uh, okay. You know, working on drilling rigs and, and different things, and uh, settled in Oklahoma. And then, uh, yeah, I've been out here for the last about two years.
0: Wow. And you're still in oil and gas now?
1: No, I work for um, like med device, uh, Abbott Laboratories. So I'm, uh, it's medical device manufacturing. So I'm a warehouse and, and material control manager.
0: Very cool. So, yeah. What was the transition like from kind of like big oil into more of... Yeah. Visceral. It seems yeah. like a big transition.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, the the demographic is like you know uh, is is about as opposite as you can <laughs> get. You know, uh, we you know Oklahoma and and the oil and gas. You know, it's it's definitely a very specific type of person, and and you know it's a part of the country that's you know it's, it's very, you know, uh, itself. And then <laughs> you come out here and it's complete opposite. You know, completely different dem- demographic. You know, much more you know, much, you know, much different, you know, perspectives on, on, on business and, and life. And it's just, uh, you know, it's refreshing, you know, there's goods and, you know, positives and negatives of both, but um, I think it definitely helps me kind of have a more holistic kind of well-rounded view of, of, you know, of, of business and life. So it's good.
0: Totally. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. So how old were you when you moved from Alaska to
1: Tulsa? Yeah, so um, like I said, I was born and raised in Alaska. Um, I, after after high school, I went to college in North Dakota. Um, played football and baseball through college, um, and then when, after I graduated college, my older sister uh, was in the Air Force stationed out of Oklahoma City. So, got it. Uh, I moved to Oklahoma right after college, uh, and then wound up getting on with the company I was with, and you know. So, they moved me to Houston. I went to the Middle East for a while, then back to Houston, to Pennsylvania, and then settled in Tulsa. Um, wow. So, yeah, I moved moved quite a few times, um, you know, and then, uh, you know, decided that, you know, got married, had kids, and um, decided that I wanted to raise my kids in, you know, uh, you know, closer to the beach. Totally. So, so I moved out here. Lucky kids, man. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: right. Lucky kids. Pri- priorities. <laughs> <laughs> How old are the kids?
1: Um, five and four. Okay. So, yeah, hands are full.
0: You get to get to live dad life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There it's, it's, it's good. You know, speaking of the, the, the gym here, you know, the, it's, it's, the community's awesome. You know, those, those girls get to come up here and hang out during, during class all the time. And you know, the, my, my four-year-old just had her birthday a few weeks ago. And I think there was probably five or six people from the gym that showed up to, you know, the, Aww, the, the four-year-old birthday party. The four-year-old <laughs> birthday party. I, I told everyone like before I was like, look, you know, I asked my four-year-old, you know, who she wanted to come and, she said you, so <laughs> I would not wish this upon anybody, but you're invited. Don't feel bad about not coming, but sure enough, you know, it looks, you know, I got, I have some really good friends here, so, you know, they showed up and made, made, made little Basie feel special. So it was good.
0: Yeah. Well, shout out, happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> um, and that's, you know, I think one of the things that kind of goes understated and in, in CrossFit communities in general is what an incredible community it is for kids to be around. Yeah. It's like, they're constantly exposed to people who, are motivated and are like changing their health and dedicated to you know kind of this healthy lifestyle and it gives them a lot of really good people to look up to. Well, you
1: know, like you know, I mentioned that you know I've, I've done a lot of moving in 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 the last ten years and you know I've been doing CrossFit since I think 2000 end of 2010. You know, so about this whole time I've been moving a lot. I've been in CrossFit and. It, it never fails. Every time I move someplace new, you know, my best friends always come from the gym. You know, it's just—I think it's a lot about you know we have similar mindsets, we have similar interests. You know, it's a—you know—it's similar demographic. You know, it's the whole, it's the whole thing. So, um, you know, I, I think that if somebody is somebody I click with in the gym, you know that they're they're probably a little little weird like me. And, you know, <laughs> We're all a, a little weird. Little, a little off to <laughs> you know to to show up every day and 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 put ourselves, yeah. ourselves through what we do, but. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. My, you know, my best friends always come from, from, from the gym and, and, you know, my training partners and, and no different here. So, hell yeah. Yeah. So
0: you said you started CrossFit around 2010. Yeah. What initially introduced you to the sport?
1: Um, so yes, yeah, so I was, you know, I was a five sport guy in, in high school and, you know, that's all I did was play sports, you know, and then, uh, like I said, I went to college, played football and baseball. So. Um, I had a I had a pretty good like weightlifting background from from playing college football, um, you know, and then I got done with with sports, and you know, five five six years after that, you know, I was you know probably about sixty pounds heavier than I was now. Oh wow! Um, you know, I showed up to college as a hundred and sixty pound, you know, little white kid and skinny, <laughs> you know, skinny and scrawny and. You know, hadn't really lifted much, and you know, graduated and you know, four years of college. You know, my number one job was to like eat all the food. You know, as like, much as you like could. Gain weight, gain weight, <laughs> gain weight. You know, and so you know, you're you're you you train your body to you know eat everything you see, and then you know, so you, you develop some like habits that you know may not be very healthy if you're not you know. You know playing college football right totally so, um, you get done with I got done with college and you know some of those habits continued um, and then next thing I know you know it was actually it was 2010 the year I got married um, you know we I was we got home from our honeymoon and I was looking at some pictures from our honeymoon and I I felt real bad about myself like, wow. I was like really really depressed um, so I got back like the next Monday I started CrossFit um, in Pennsylvania, um, okay. So started, yeah, started CrossFit there. Uh, really great gym. Um, it was a Nittany CrossFit right in State College, like where Penn State is, and some, some really good people there. Um, but you know, I fell in love with it right away. It was obviously I was I was I was pretty good at it because I had a weightlifting background. Right. Um, you know I knew you know I knew Olympic lifting. You know I knew you know knew all that. Um, and it really just developed into like my outlet to be able to kind of scratch that competitive itch. Absolutely. Um, you know, it just it's always, you know, sports and athletics and competing has always been such a big part of my life. And, you know, it definitely allows me to come in here every day and and scratch that itch and show off a little bit and make myself <laughs> feel good. And, you know, it just kind of helps me, you know, it helps me uh, feel feel right. So,
0: so Totally. And you compete quite a bit outside of here too, right? You go to local comps or things in the area?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's that's really my favorite part about this, honestly. Oh, one of them. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely um, any opportunity I can. Um, you know, I just – I turned 30 – I'll turn 37 this year. Um so you know for the first 6 or 7 years that I was doing CrossFit you know I'd probably do five or six like team comps a year. Um I love team comps it's a, it's a, it's a great way to like enjoy that competitive atmosphere with a little less stress because you're in that team environment and you can lean on your your buddies and right you know it's it's just you know it's it's you get that taste which is good but you're not like Out on the floor by yourself, stressed. Um, So I I, I always really focused on team comps, and I did five or six a year. And then when I turned thirty-five and kind of moved into that masters division, um, you know, I I I got a little more serious about going like the individual route, um, just because you know (laughs) my 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 playing field was a lot smaller (laughs) at that point, and you know I got a lot more competitive, you know, across the leaderboard. So um, yeah, I try to do you know three or four like individual comps and you know maybe a couple team comps a year um, so. so
0: what are the big takeaways if you could pick one from a team comp and one from an individual because they're such a different world sure what what are your big takeaways from those things
1: um, like I said I think the the team environment is is it's a lot of fun because it's you know it's you're you're going into battle with your, your friends you know and, and you're gonna be able to help push them to, to places that, that they maybe not have been prepared to go and, and, <laughs> and you know you, you can expect the same in return which is cool um you know and it's just a little less stress you know the 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 biggest difference i think with the individual is like you are out there by yourself and like the stress is real you know yeah. and then it's 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 a good way to really you know test yourself and see where your where your fitness is at and uh, you know, get prepared for the next one, you know?
0: So how do you, when you're on the floor, I'm assuming there is some sort of prep, maybe mental game or kind of prep that went up before competing as an individual. How do you kind of combat that stress that, that shows up?
1: Um, you know, I've always been one to, you know, be able to push myself a little farther, push myself a little harder when I'm out on the competition floor. you know, I've never been good at like online qualifiers. You know, okay. where I'm having to like do a workout by myself in the gym and tape it. Like, I've just never been that good. But you know, you put me on the floor with with people. You know, it's just kind of that that kind of that game time mentality. And you know, I have that I have that ability um, because I've trained myself on how to do it to be able to black out and go and, and trust my body and trust my fitness. Um, you know, so I've always done better in that 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 environment compared to just you know doing something in the gym um, by myself. So I think that's the biggest thing is just being able to like – train your brain on how to make tough decisions in the heat of the, the, the competition in the heat of the event in the heat of the moment because that's a skill that that you have to have and you have to train is, is to be able to make those really hard decisions when you're you know you're, you're three quarters of the way through a workout and you know you can either decide to to push it into that next gear or you can decide that it hurts and <laughs> you should probably not go as hard I'm
0: typically the latter. (laughs) I'm like, Ooh, that pain cave looks scary. I don't think I'm going to go in there. Yeah, I mean,
1: it all comes down to choices, right? And you know, you have to be able to make that really hard choice at the end of a workout. And if you haven't trained your brain on how to do that under stress, like during your day to day work, um, you know, you're not gonna have any guarantees. You're gonna be able to make that choice, make the right choice, and when it comes to game, ta- game right. day, right? You when know? you're in it. So yeah, you gotta you gotta train your brain on, on making that hard decision. So
0: would you say that college sports, baseball, football, kind of like helped groom that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just the the, the competitive environment. You know, um, you know my 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 drive to be better than the person next to me. Um, you know, I think it just comes down to that. You know, it's you know I wanna. I want to win. I want my name to be on top of the leaderboard. I, you know, I, you know, I always, I always see what the, what the classes did before me on, on workouts. And, you know, it's like, okay, that gives me a bar I need to shoot at. And yeah, I want to, i that's, that's why I'm here is, you know, I want to be competitive and, you know, i want to be the best version of myself I can be. Um, at the same time, you know, you know, balancing that with, with, you know, making friends and <laughs> being polite and, you know, all totally. the, all the community aspect too, which is, which is good. So
0: yeah. I, I think that it's, it's, so funny to see how tight knit the CrossFit community can be, because I would I would make the argument that at least 85, 90 percent of us in there in the gym have that same sort of drive. Sure. Like I love you and you're my brother, you're my sister, but yeah. I want to beat you. Yeah. So it's it's funny how minute three two one go happens. Yeah the claws come out yeah no it's good
1: and that's what that's what i want you know it's it's always fun you know we'll get together on a saturday me and you know four or five other people that you know enjoy a similar atmosphere you know we'll get together and and we'll, we'll kick each other's butts you know and it's it's that's that's why we're here you totally know, it's definitely kind of you know that, that bonding that you know just that community atmosphere it's good
0: absolutely does your wife also do crossfit
1: no she does not um she you know she's dabbled here and there um but you know she does she doesn't have quite a quite as much of a, a competitive itch you know so she she sticks to, to yoga and some different things that she does on, that's you know, probably a good side. thing yeah no, balances you out do, right you know, she, <laughs> you know I, I i love doing yoga and you know anytime i can go with her and and You know, kind of like not think about the competitive side, you know, and really just kind of focus on, you know, being being present and and all that kind of all that. The other side of it, um, it's really it's really good and healthy for me.
0: Absolutely. And it's probably, you know, I think that it goes overlooked a lot of times in partnership. Like it's a good thing to have your own, your own thing. Yeah. And I think
1: that's what I mean, she's mentioned that, you know, a few different times where she's like, no, CrossFit's yours, like go do your thing. Um, yeah, you know, it's just I you know, have your thing. She wants to have her thing, and you know, we, it's it's, yeah. it's a healthy thing. So
0: absolutely. Um, do the kiddos play sports yet? Or um, yeah, yeah
1: we're 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 getting them involved. They're both you know they're both in ballet, and you know we're probably going to be doing soccer and t-ball this coming spring. So yeah, we're getting involved. You know, I I have to pump the brakes a lot because you <laughs> know like I I know nothing but sports. Um, you know, and I have two girls now, so it's you know I got to figure out kind of where to. I want to make sure they want to do it first, of right. course, you know, and, and that they have interest. But I'm sorry, because I don't want to be like the, the pushy dad. But really, I'm, I'm really hoping that one of them like falls in love with you know, <laughs> a sport that I can get behind and I can be a little crazy, you know, and be the crazy sports dad. Like, I would love that. So... Uh, you know, we're crossing our fingers for that. But otherwise, they both love their, their ballet and, you know, probably a little gymnastics. And you know, we'll, we'll see what happens.
0: Hey, gymnastics would give them the yeah. perfect base for yeah, this. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> like,
1: that's, that's what definitely what we're, what we're pushing them on. So, but uh, we'll see what happens.
0: Awesome. Yeah. That's, you know, I think that there's a lot to be said about, about the dad that can back off, the competitive dad yeah. that can kind of say, you know what you find? You find your sport and yeah. allow them to do that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was like Pistol Pete Maravich, but I read a book about him um, where his dad was like a high school basketball coach. And as he was growing up um, when he was a young kid, like his dad, like wouldn't let him touch a basketball and he like wouldn't let him play. And one day, like he came home early. The dad did. And like the son, like even though he wasn't supposed to be, he caught his son, like out in the back, shooting free throws. And, like, that was the second, like, the dad was like, I got him hooked. I got him. You know, I got him (laughs) hooked, you know, because you care, you look, you kind of create that little fear of loss and you're not, like, pushing them into it. Um, And that's, I think, where, like, a true kind of lo- like love and that 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 the desire kind of is developed where it has to come from within yourself you can't depend on somebody else to like drive you to that decision right so absolutely um you know there's some there's some s- some mind games you can play I yeah think, reverse and, psychology yeah. your <laughs> little, kids you know it's, <laughs> hey, it's all good it's just good parenting right?
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome do you have any um 2020 competition goals or things that you have your
1: eye on um yeah i think uh, the the Golden State Games is coming up, I think in February, so I may be doing that. That's a it's a two person team event, so. Um, is that
0: male male or mail? Uh, yeah, it'd okay. be
1: male male. So, um, so maybe doing that one, and then uh, the West Coast Classic, which is the the big one down outside of San Diego. They're doing yep. it at, like the Del Mar Fairgrounds. So that one's. A masters individual, so um, you know I'm looking to I'm looking to do that one. So well, hopefully get signed up here in the next few weeks. And
0: is that an online qualifier?
1: Uh, no, they're doing that. Um, you can sign up to. I mean, it's like a it's a super expensive entry fee, so it's gonna you know it's gonna narrow the the, the field down a little bit. But um, no, I don't think they're doing an online qualifier for that. Um, but that'll be a good one. And then there's the uh, the north the. NorCal Classic as yes. well, which will be in Sacramento again. And there's—is it
0: so. the one that's in Del Mar? Um, that's a potential games qualifier. Yeah,
1: I think they're 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 trying to kind of set themselves up for to to move into that sanctional realm. So yeah, it's it's supposed to be a big one. So we'll we'll see. But yeah, that's that's something with me. You know, I go through these peaks and valleys with my training, um, and it, it always it always is very evident when i don't have a comp on the calendar in front of me got it um you know that's my chance to you know to to back it down a little bit and and to get a little loose with you know my my nutrition and you know enjoy you know life a little bit more yeah um you know and then i I, as soon as as soon as i'm ready to to commit and 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 put something on the calendar that's when i know i gotta kind of lock in and you know start tracking my macros a little more and you know start you know pulling two days a few days a week and kind of start getting serious about it but that's 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 the funnest time for me is when is when i'm about a month out from a comp and i'm you know really you know dialed in and you know focusing on you know weaknesses and different things so yeah it's uh I, i love it that that comp prep is is my favorite time
0: okay and I, you said track your macros a little bit more closely. Yeah. Do you work with a coach on that, or is it just something you've done for a long time so you kind of know?
1: Yeah, um, I've I've worked with, shoot, maybe three different nutritionists over okay. my my career. Like like I mentioned, when I started CrossFit, I was about two hundred and sixty pounds. Um, you know, I, I I I had no idea about nutrition um, besides just eat all the food eat I with could. Some yeah um and then go back and get seconds um <laughs> that was my that was my whole, whole methodology um it was very unsuccessful obviously so <laughs> anyway so I started CrossFit and you know I, I picked up the skills and I, I was pretty decent at CrossFit and so after about three years of going five six days a week you know I was down to you know 230 pounds so I lost about 30 pounds just by working out a lot
0: yeah you know? just moving
1: um, And then I, you know, I plateaued and I kind of was, you know, as far as my, my fitness, I was, you know, I kind of leveled off. And so, uh, my coach, uh, it was right after I moved to, or I was, I was in Tulsa. Um, one of my coaches there hooked me up with a nutritionist. Um, his name is Matt Mursky. He was a, like an, a CrossFit OG was at one of like the first games and, um,
0: Him and Jason probably go (laughs) way I mean, they, they probably know each (laughs) other.
1: Um, but yeah, so he, um, he got me started and, he leaned me out real quick like within like six to eight weeks i was down to like 195 i lost wow. like a lot of weight. he had me on like a bodybuilding, like kind of like an old school uh um it was kind of a uh it was a playoff like the zone the, like it. the original like crossfit zone diet so he, he leaned me out real hard real quick and and I was down to about 195, and you know, it was it was really good for my just my my whole, you know, my yeah. my, my confidence levels. It was good, um, but it just wasn't maintainable, you know. So you know, I kind of I kind of drifted back, and I settled in about that like 215, and you know, I was real happy that I'm happy at 215, where I'm like, yeah, I'm strong, I'm happy, I move well. Um, you know, but I, you know, I don't necessarily feel super comfortable taking up my shirt at the gym all the time, you know? Got um, it. so then I worked with a different nutritionist and picked up a little bit more of like the macro side. Um, and you know, it's, it was, you know, that kind of methodology made a lot more sense with me. Um, just being able to track my macros, um, especially with things like, you know, my fitness pal and, right. and different tools that you have to do that, that make it a little easier and you know, a little more convenient. Um, so yeah so i have a I have a pretty good idea of where my where my numbers need to be and and I've just kind of molded that to fit my lifestyle and what's convenient and what's easy because you know the one- the biggest thing that i've I've learned about myself is that if it's not convenient if it's not easy there's a good chance I'm probably not going to like be <laughs> successful at it. You know? Unless it's so, CrossFit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I have to set myself up for success, right? And um, part of that is, is you know, like I can prep food and do all that, but like it still needs to be easy, you know, right. and, and I can eat the same thing every day forever. You know, I'm just kind of – I have that ability to, to where other people, you know, can't want a um, little more variety. Yeah, or like <laughs> I, you know, for me, you know, when I'm locked in and really like, you know, prepping for a comp or something, you know, like I can eat the same thing every day at the same time for you know a month or two straight, and that's okay because I don't have to think about it. Right. Um, and it's just it's convenient and it's 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 easy, you know. So
0: yeah. So would you say that nutrition is a big key or yeah. like one of those factors that kind of elevated you to the next level?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um you know learning you know not to always be in a caloric deficit is 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 a good thing <laughs> you know uh you know it's just it's there's just so many you know things that are misunderstood about nutrition and you know you have to fuel your body otherwise you're you're you know it's just like a car you know if, if there's no gas in a car your car not going to run very well right? right or if it's dirty gas your car is not going to run very well um so you got to be putting in you know good fuel and making sure you know before a workout you have plenty of carbs to to fuel your your body with and you know it's taken me a long time to to understand all that and you know because everybody still is a little bit different and you know um you know, just the the more you focus on it, and then the more you understand it, the the better you can you can you run your body. So
0: absolutely, and I you know you're saying how there's kind of that that pendulum of when you're out when you don't have a a uh, competition on the calendar, you can kind of let that go a little bit and and achieve some more balance in that sure. area. Um, what would you say your your go-to kind of like cheat meal or cheat something would be during those times?
1: Oh man, so you know I have. I have my two kids Got and it. I have to cook them dinner a lot. And like, so it's always, you know, of course they want like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and mac and cheese and all the fun kid stuff that we get to do because <laughs> yeah. they're like the pickiest little girls I've ever met. Um, so, you know, like helping them with uh, you know, some of their, their some cleanup. Yeah, <laughs> that's always a good thing. Um, but as far as like a cheap meal, I don't know. Like I'm not, I kind of have a philosophy where, you know, I try to be strict throughout the day like my breakfasts are pretty or my breakfasts are strict my lunches are strict my snacks in between are strict and, and I, that way when I get to like my dinner time I I'm, I'm very flexible and I really don't care what I, I eat for dinner because I've done the work already going up to that point totally um you know and that way just like during the days th- those are the times where like it's easy to make bad decisions you know whether it's you know somebody catered in lunch at work or you know i'm running late for work so i'm gonna stop and get some quick food somewhere you know right. that's where the it's easy to make bad decisions right so you know i have an engineering background so um you know i need to like engineer those poor choices out of my life, <laughs> yeah i you was know, to where like i have to make it convenient to where like it's you know i make good decisions you know and absolutely so, yeah
0: and you you said kind of like setting yourself up for success and i know meal prep is one of those do you have any other kind of rituals or routines that you do to kind of aid in
1: that um yes yeah, so I, I i i utilize like a it's kind of a not necessarily a meal replacement shake but it's a it's a it's kind of a it's a, it's a powder that it's you know it's it's a good amount it's a good ratio of carbs to proteins to fats so mm-hmm. it, you know I can I can I can drink that as like my snack and it's it's very macro friendly right so it fits into my macros very well um, but at the same time it's a good like two hours before a workout I can I can slam one of those and it, you know I have 24 grams of carbs I'm slamming and then you know so it like it allows me to be real flexible mm-hmm. um, but real but actually really stay right in line with with my goals right and my my macro macro levels so
0: stay dialed yeah is there a way that you um outside of nutrition that you kind of set up your day or that you do anything that kind of you know can ritualize that success
1: um yeah especially with with kids and a family i mean that's you know like the later i work out in the day the more opportunity for having to skip a workout or not make it to the gym there is, right? So, like, I, I try to work out in the mornings usually um, because there's just, like, less opportunities for other things to get in the way. Totally. Um, you know, and and if I can get a workout in, you know, before the the, the family's out of bed, then, you know, I know I'm going to get that workout in, right? So, you know, I like I like working out in the morning. Um, you know, I'm usually here 6 or 7 o'clock, you know, maybe 8 o'clock. But, you know, my with my work, it's pretty flexible. I, I work about a mile from the gym. Um, That's really clutch. So, yeah. So it's nice. So I, you know, if I have a, I, you know, I can pop over here during my lunch hour and, and catch the noon class, you know, and, um, and, and roll in a few minutes late and not to feel too bad about it um but yeah just making sure that it's convenient you know i, I go back to that convenience because totally. it's all about making choices and like you're either going to make a good choice or you're going to make a bad choice whether that's like eh, i'm a little tired i'm going to skip the gym or it's uh you know i'm going to eat that you know extra helping of whatever food you know if, if if you're if you're faced with that tough decision you know it has to be convenient if you want to make the right decision every time you know and and working so close to the gym and and getting my workouts out of the way early is just kind of like I said it kind of engineers you know those bad choices out of my life so
0: totally I love that I mean I think it there's so many times and I'm totally guilty of this myself of me making the excuse of I don't have enough time or I'm too busy for this and Mm -hmm. and I started substituting I'm too busy or I don't have time for it's not a priority yeah And the minute I made that change, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like the gym's not a priority, like my nutrition or my health isn't a priority. And it really made this huge shift to the way that... I kind of set up my day as
1: well yeah i mean it's just perception you know it's the exact same decision whether it's you know you're looking at it from you know priority or you know time right totally um but it's just it's perception and you know it it's it, it, it just can't be it can't be a cho- it can't be a hard choice right you just gotta you gotta make the the, the good choice and 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 understand the the that it, that it's a priority like you said so yeah and
0: it sounds like that that you know, to circle it all the way back to our the beginning of our conversation is you've done a really good job engineering those choices, whether it's nutrition or the gym or when you're on the competition floor, whether it's as an individual or a team, um, being able to set yourself up to make that decision in game time at the moment when the stakes are high, right? Yeah. We might think that a Tuesday at 2 p.m., the stakes aren't that high, but if you grab your macro-friendly shake instead of a gas station yeah. candy bar, right? Sure. Like those little micro decisions throughout the day really lead us to be able to make the, yeah. the big macro ones.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I really like the way you put that. Um, you know, it's 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 just about training your your yourself to make those good decisions, you know, because if, if you're not trained and you don't have the confidence to make those decisions when it counts, then, you know, you're just taking a shot in the dark. So
0: absolutely. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I think that's a great place to, yeah. to end it off. Cool. But um outside of the gym where can people find you do you have anything yeah. going on that people can get involved with
1: um you know I, I I work I raise kids you know I try to be a good husband um <laughs>
0: there's four-year-old yeah, birthday parties <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> like,
1: to, let me know I'll send you an e bite. Um, yeah, I got a five-year-old or a six-year-old party coming up soon so um no that's that's really it you know I'm either I'm if I'm not at home with the family, I'm either at work or I'm at the gym, you know? Awesome. So, um, you know, I, I hopefully get to do a little bit of skiing, a little bit of snowboarding this this winter. And, you know, got a few comps coming up. So yeah, I'll, I'll be here a lot.
0: Awesome. Well, if you guys see Sean at Redwood City location, be sure to give him a high five. Wish him luck in his upcoming comps. Give him a little extra fire under his, under his behind to get going on those workouts. And uh, we'll see you next time. Awesome. I appreciate it. Totally.